Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to December 1st. Hard to believe that we are here to the last month of uh, 2023, and uh, 2024 is just a heartbeat away. We'll talk about what's happening in the marketplace. The Dow had a super, super day yesterday. Not sure why, uh, but uh, the rest of the index is not such, uh, not necessarily such a good shape. We'll talk about that more when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Before we do that, though, let's not forget that in this world we live in, there are so many things that we have no control over. However, you can control the amount of risk you have in your portfolio. You need to know, one, what that risk is, and two, you need to know what that risk really should be based on your circumstances a numeric number between one and a hundred. What is your number? What's the number of your portfolio? Do you know? Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. And with that, we got Dave coming up next. You want a Mac? Good morning from 105.7 Light FM. It's at 841 now, 19 before 9. Now you can watch Squawk Fox if you want, but how about a couple of guys that don't have any skin in the game as far as pushing stocks are concerned? That's Philip Stadler and me. That's time to find out what's going on with your money this morning. And Philip's on the line from Stadler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. Philip, you and I started out the morning by saying, what the Sam Hill happened to the Dow yesterday? Boy, did it turn into party time on the Dow Jones average, right? Yeah, man, I'm telling you, uh, almost one and a half percent jump yesterday. And and I, I can't find a reason why at all. But, uh, man, it was party time for the Dow. The S&P 500, I mean, it was up, but nothing like uh, nothing like the Dow was. Yeah, absolutely not. It was two things that I was looking for. Number one, because the Dow was a price-weighted average. I was wondering if one or two stocks had a party time yesterday. I didn't see one that was way out of line. Uh, the NASDAQ, I could actually explain. NVIDIA had a rough day. It's also a price-weighted index. So, okay, fine. One stock losing 3%. The, uh, the, the tail of the tape was that the NASDAQ was off by about 32 points yesterday. The Dow, though, was up by 520 points, almost to full percent and a half, and the Standard & Poor's was up by 17. To close out November, that gives us the, uh, best, the best month in more than a year, and it needs to be mentioned here that the Dow is, uh, at its closing from last night, less, less than uh, 400 points away from its all-time record back in 21. We closed in, uh, let's see, in December, at one day closed at 36,338. That means we're only 400 points away from an all-time record. Boy, in a hinky time for the economy, that's kind of nosebleed territory, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. You know, it's, uh, it is crazy. I was looking at the monthly returns for the indexes, and the, and the, the Dow Jones Industrial Authority for the month of November up um, 6.2%. The S&P 500 was almost 5.8%. And I don't have the NASDAQ, but the NASDAQ 100 up uh, 7%. So, you know, it's uh, <clears throat> party time, it looks like. And the question is, can it continue this year? And I was reading an article that talked about, uh, you know, price to earnings numbers. And, and we are on the S&P 500 
uh, astronomically high. They said, you know, the looking at 19, uh, you know, the price to earnings is like 19 and the average is usually around 17. So we're, mm -hmm. we're getting a little frothy. That's something that I watch a lot. And we've had that discussion before about the overall price earnings ratios on the indexes, and they're scary. And the uh, trailing price earnings, which I've always maintained, is a better idea as to what the solidity of your investment is, is even higher than that. So, uh, the, uh, yeah, the S&P was only up by about a little over a third of a percent yesterday, but it also needs to be mentioned, we're less than 200 points away from an S&P record as well. So, I mean, it sounds like everything's coming up roses on Wall Street. So what's going to happen a little bit later on today? Jay Paulson is going to be speaking twice and you can pretty well bet that he's going to use phrases that, if he was Greenspan, would uh, kind of parallel up with uh, irrational exuberance, wouldn't you? Uh, I'm thinking so. I, I've, I've <laughs> got to think that uh, we might see some red today based on Powell's conversations. Yeah, he's going to try to tamp things down because he, yeah, we got such a mixed vote coming out of the uh, the rubber chicken speeches the Fed governors are giving. He's got a fairly split vote going on in the Fed on the Open Market Committee meeting at about ten days from now. Uh, I don't think he can accurately predict what's going to go on. He's got hawks and doves on interest rates. Some of them are saying we're not done yet. Some of, the, some of them are saying let it cook another month or so and see what's happening. And none of them are talking about actually reducing interest rates. And when I see 500 points up on the Dow, uh, I start thinking somebody got the rumor out they're going to cut rates. And I have no idea where that came from. Yeah, me either. It's, that's crazy numbers for sure. I do want to mention one thing, Dave. We didn't talk about this before we went on the air, but we did have one thing come out after you and I spoke yesterday uh, that's kind of important, and that's pending home sales. Uh, mm -hmm. Pending home sales came out mid-morning yesterday. The expectation was for it to be down 2%. It was actually down only 1.5%, uh, which was which better than expected. However, it is a drop. The month of September, pending home sales was up one point one. So, it is sliding down and not going up. Okay, but the, the month, the month over month number, once again, may fuel out of the fire of the stock market. Uh, the month over month numbers are pretty well equaling what we've been doing, and uh, you know, showing overachieving to the good side of the economy, which I normally would expect that to uh, mean that uh, folks would sell like chiclets, expecting an interest rate increase. So. Once again, getting into that irrationality. The only explanation I can come up with the Dow, and I was saying this uh, when we first when we first got on the phone this morning, is okay, fine. Those are the thirty among the thirty biggest companies in the nation. That means they're carrying an awful lot more of the uh, bond debt than the other ones. They may not be as dependent on debt as the Nasdaq exchange is, but they're carrying more gross dollars. So I guess the idea of conventional wisdom being that the interest rate inc the interest rates are going to hold and stay steady or maybe even drop might have a bigger effect on them. But then again, we got absolutely no assurance whatsoever. And with this uncertainty out there, I have no idea why we trade them up that much. Yeah, me either. You know, talking about interest rates, though, Dave, I was uh, looking at an article about U.S. boat sales. Um, mm -hmm. They expect them to end up 2023 at the lowest level they've been in over a decade. Woo! Now, is that all yeah. boats or just the luxury yachts? No, all boats. Uh, new boats, used boats, just boat sales in general. They expect to be the lowest number uh, since 2011. 
Yeah, you, well, you know, recreational products and whatnot, there aren't very many interest rate incentives on them. Everything is getting more expensive. Like we talk about 30% credit card interest rates. Uh, I've been whining about the fact that with a really pretty good credit rating, I only got a 6.5% loan on my on my new car. There really aren't very many incentives out there anymore, are there? No, there's really not. And when you start talking about boats and RVs, and, and that's discretionary, right? That's... People don't have to have those, so so we're going to see people start to pull back. They don't they don't have the the luxury of going out and spending that kind of money right now, and so it does make some sense. Absolutely. So we've got a, a confusing picture on the stock market today. We got a Fed chairman that is almost certainly going to try to tamp things down a little bit. And we don't have a whole lot on the agenda as far as macro reports coming out of the government today. Any of the companies reporting giving us good news that we can play with today? And we've got a couple things coming out, uh, some good, some bad. we got a lot of downgrades and upgrades. But let's start out with something good, some good news out good. of Ulta, Ulta Beauty Supply. They uh, they reported their earnings and they beat. They came in at like $5.07 a share versus $4.95. Revenue was just a tick above what they expected it to be. But uh, man, Dave, they are up. They're up eleven and a quarter percent this morning. Wow! Yeah, I don't. I don't remember whether they were one of the stocks that were under some duress the last few quarters or not. But that's growth and a half, isn't it? It is. They, they definitely, definitely, stock is benefiting today. Now, on the other hand, we have Dell Computers, mm-hmm. and uh, Dell had a mixed third quarter. Um, they they beat on earnings per share, but missed on sales, um, and so that's uh, that's got them trading down this morning about four and a third percent. Just guessing, any company with a manufacturing weight weighted toward China, given their concerns and their uh, economic conditions over there, I got to believe that's a stock that's got some challenges in general. Yeah, kind of the same thing. Marvel Technology, not Marvel the movie company, but Marvel Technology came out, and uh, you know they uh, third quarter they they beat on top and bottom line, but again they came out with lower expectations of revenue uh, for the fourth quarter, and so they're trading down almost five percent. Okay. Oh well. So we've got kind of a mixed bag to start the day out. No direction coming out of Wall Street. Upgrades, downgrades, and it's going to be a boring Friday. I'm happy to have boring for a day. Uh, oh, yeah, we, we do need to mention the folks are going to be watching to see who Elon Musk is going to be cussing out next. <laughs> <laughs> he was on stage yesterday, and, uh, okay, uh, since he uh, made the mistake, and he said, I kind of regret doing that, but he made the mistake of liking a tweet that uh, – evidently had some uh, anti-Semitic overtones, Disney and a bunch of other companies have said, ah, we're going to take a break from advertising on your social media site for a while. And Elon was unimpressed. He told Bob Iger from Disney to go bleep himself. (laughs) (laughs) What's Elon going to do next is the hot topic on Wall Street this morning, right? Hey, right now, Dave, heading into the open, we've got uh, red ink, red ink across the board. Not not a lot, but but it's still red. Um, The Mm -hmm. Dow's down about thirty dollars. It's still less than a tenth of a percent. S and P five hundred down two tenths, and the Nasdaq one hundred down a third of a percent. So 
everything is going to look like start out to the red today. Even on the other side, we're seeing silver down three-tenths of a percent, still above 25, though, at 25.22. And uh, gold's flat right now at $2,036. On the other side, we've got crude oil down from where it was yesterday. Um, OPEC has agreed that uh, they're going to start in January, cut production by 2.1 billion uh, barrels of oil per day. Um, the article I read said that there's a lot of questions of whether or not they'll really uh, do that because there's a lot of cheating that goes on among OPEC companies. Um, so they are trading down right now. Oil is at $75.94 a barrel. Yeah, I read about the same thing about that OPEC meeting. I was amazed they actually got a meeting together because they couldn't even agree on where to meet, let alone what to do about production, right? That's right. <laughs> uh, overseas markets, Asian rim markets, were generally off overnight last night, kind of responding to the NASDAQ exchange, who basically does more business over there as a percentage of the whole than the others. Uh, overall index in Asia, probably down about a half a percent. Europe, on the other hand, looking at our yesterday and uh, the fact that we're relatively flat on futures this morning, uh, they're mostly trading up. The overall European index up by about four-tenths of a percent halfway through their trading day. Getting a retirement together during these times where things go up and down sometimes and nobody can explain why takes planning. How do I find you to get a plan for my retirement, Philip? Dave, those are the exact reason that we created the core retirement design to help people design that retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 and then check us out at the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And we'll be back here on Monday morning to figure out what's going on on Wall Street and maybe be able to explain everything in uh, elucidated detail, right? That's right, man. Hey, you have a great start to December. All righty. You do well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. You can't. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Have a great weekend, and welcome to December.